welcome to The Old School, a podcast about the American education system, about its character traits, its uh, qualities, its imperfections, its gross derelictions, and a host of other things. Uh, and maybe, if we think very hard, maybe some solutions. And with that, and in my efforts, I shall be joined by Herr Dr. Bourgeois. Good day to you, Dr. Bourgeois. <laughs> Good day, Herr Miller. Um, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you because the, the time is um, ticking away, if you know what I mean. Light? Uh, not, not well, yeah, for, for all of us as we hit a certain age. Uh, <laughs> it comes we, to we, us we, all. <laughs> it, it does. Nobody nobody gets out alive, <laughs> I say. But um, no, I was thinking about you specifically, not me. I'm uh, <clears throat> trying to you're deflect saying, any thoughts of that. You're saying um, I'm, what, I'm about to die. Well, I don't know what they call you when you're no longer a teacher. Um there's got to be a name for it. It has been. Yeah, pretty much. As soon as that bell rings, you know, nobody's going to want to even talk to you anymore. A lot of teachers are just like students, you know, they'll hang around, come back the next year and just be part of the scenery, you know. And what, what's he know doing? The, they call the winners the Crimson Tide. I don't know what they call the rest of us. So. <laughs> well, we Isn't that a great uh, Steely Dan song for all the yeah. Steely Dan folks, fans out there. Well, I'm I'm just sure that you're going to become a substitute uh, next year. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I, I I can't imagine something more distasteful and horrible. If I was going to do that, I would just stay a teacher. Well, I mean, why the hell would you retire and then go back to a situation where you had more control to one where you have almost no control? I'm not you're, recommending it. Um, you're just seen as part of the furniture by the students. They give no thought to you whatsoever. Yeah, it's, re it's really humbling. Um, some of us needed that. I took like three years of humbling before I got my full-time position. And uh, it's, a it's a wonder I taught a day after that. I, I didn't like it. And I'm, I'm a man like you, you, you probably wouldn't like it either because you would want to get up to that chalkboard and start teaching. There's been a couple of times when I have filled in for friends who had to leave early or show up late or what have you. And every time I pop in and I tell them what they need to do and they start doing it, it seems like every time I talk after that, you can see the looks of confusion, con confusion <laughs> on their faces. Like, is he going to talk to us now? What's that? I don't understand. It's just, like, how long is he going to go? I mean, doesn't he know he just leaves us alone at this point? You know, so... I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine putting up with that as a substitute. I, I barely withstood it as a as a, someone filling in for a friend because, well, I'm filling in for a friend. But um, no, no way, okay. no how. So you'll never walk into another school again. Well, I don't want to necessarily do say that because I mean there could be a chance that I might darken the hallways of say, you know, some private school. Uh, who just needs a pro from Dover a couple hours at the beginning of the day. Uh, they need somebody like that. Or if I were to find myself working at like a community college or university, uh, I could see doing a couple classes here and there just to keep my, uh, just to keep my head in the game as it were. Uh, yeah, I could see that happening. Although it wouldn't be my preference, but I could see it happening. 
Okay. You know, they say oh, never say never. So that's right. So so what are you what are you going through now? I'm gonna press a little bit because you're trying to blithely go down this podcast without you know really telling us what's what's going on inside. You're about to be uh, teaching for you know, I guess you have what two two weeks and maybe three days if you decide to stay the last week. Well, right now I'm going through the twelve stages of grief, and so it's. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were quite a few less than that. You have twelve. <laughs> well, yeah, it takes a lot to get through all this, but uh, you you have denial, fear, anxiety, and about eight more. <laughs> a lot of grief. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> just okay. It's a lot of grief. So so you, it is it is weighing on you. It sounds like. Uh, it is, but it's not. You know, I think what's interesting is that, and we may have talked about it before, but I think. Uh, one of the most interesting concepts is how people respond to me. I think as soon as they find that I'm retiring or they may know or what have you, but um, I think they are, I think they project onto me what they think they'll go through. And for me, that's not necessarily the case. I will tell you outside of the students, which you would think would be a big, really big part of teaching is the students. But as it turns out, it's not really. I think beyond the, I think beyond the ban, not even the students as a whole, but just the banter, the uh, the kind of the, in some cases, camaraderie to kind of go through a school year together to try to reach a a, a kind of similar goal. Um, I think there's something about that that I find very satisfying. But I think it is also something that is increasingly. Uh, not the majority of your time. I mean, you, yes, you have it. And yes, it's something that's with you every day. Uh, but I think it's also just now just one part of it. And so for me, you know, I'll miss that, but I can't, I can't really say that I'll miss anything else. And the thing, the other thing here is that, you know, once I leave, I'm not a very nostalgic individual. No. And so I will not, I, I don't, I don't feel the need to relive something. I don't feel the need to kind of keep something burning bright that needs to go away. And so I imagine when I retire, I mean, who knows what happened? I mean, as it happens, the day I retire, the day that I leave, I'll be on a plane to Geneva, but <laughs> you're working for the government. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> but, but, uh, but you know, I I don't I don't think I will have right now. I think it'll just be relief. What'll be interesting is is in August, you know, when uh, the seasons turn once more uh, to the the hopeful beginnings of a new school year. But I can't even at this point. I can't I can't even imagine being too terribly forlorn for my old days. Well, the, this you, we keep leading into these dead ends, so you're you're not not really thinking about students. Uh, I thought you were going to make a speech and say it's really about the students. I'd like to thank the students, um, but but no, you you don't give them a, a thought at all. Um, well, I did say that they are the one thing I'm going to miss. You are going to miss them. Yes, I said that. Okay. Well, it, it sounded like you weren't going to remember it. Apparently, you're not listening to the show as we do the show. I, I usually don't. I'm I'm just sort of 
reading a book on another screen usually but, you know, like uh, the dean martin of the podcast just sitting there with like a like a shot of whiskey and stuff like that and just occasionally you know, you pop in a witty remark and drift back into the background well the the years pass by um with great regularity by. so well yeah and then suddenly there's change but i was <laughs> at a party celebrating the life of my predecessor who taught German um, at a school in Texas where I had my first full-time job. And this was almost 30 years ago. And I do remember that he retired and I took his position. And so he had almost you know 30 years and he passed away. Another teacher was there who retired at the same time. Hmm. And so the, the time of my, my career there, is that 30 years? My math is probably... Bad, but it was 1994. So you, you tell me how many years that is here, Miller. Well, I mean, yeah, you're going on 30 years. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and I taught before that actually. So, so I've been at it a while. Um, but the, I mean, it's like you start another episode, and it could be another career. You know, God willing, uh, as far as years and time. So you, you, you have a opportunity for a, another chapter. Well, I think yeah, I certainly have time for another chapter, but I think also. I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, first of all, can I say your mentor's name? Um, sure. Jerry Liepert, uh, who uh, both he and you left, when y'all left the teaching profession, y'all both left remarkably um, detailed and multi-layered legacies behind you. I mean, for him, as a World War II veteran, he was able to see past the emotions of being a World War II vet to see that... American teenagers and German teenagers had a lot to teach one another. And he left a legacy of touching the lives of people on both sides of the Atlantic for decades. Mm -hmm. And you, I mean, you, you know, between German, between music, between tennis, between all the multiple, multiple layers of your career. I mean, you too have also reached untold you know, and the exchange, I mean, untold thousands upon thousands of people on both sides of the Atlantic. And so I think if, I think the more you are knee deep in it, I think the, I think the bigger the legacy is, but also maybe the harder it is to kind of step away. I mean, for me, you know, for better or for worse, I was just kind of like in this one little role and I, and I, I guess I had some impact, but, um, but, you know, I wasn't leaving as much, as you know, what you left or what Jerry Liepert left or others, you know, uh, who I've taught with or came before me. So I think maybe that helps perhaps on some level. That's a, a tough question because, you know, some of that is very public and memorable. Um, but I mean, you, you, you probably had more students than I did over the years. You know, I know you did hmm. um, because my classes tended to be relatively small. Um, so it's it, it's hard to to compare, but I, I think that the the students you do have even today would would say that you're a bit different than the others in a you know in a good way as far as the way that you treat them like like grownups for one, right? Yeah, it's something. It it is something when I have heard back from students. You know, a lot of times it you know some of the comments does center around that. You know, the fact that I did not you know. I did not talk down to them. You know, I, I assumed that they like adults would take an adult approach to things. And, 
you know, I, I've been very fortunate to have, you know, at, you know, in the, be- in the middle of beginning and middle of my career, I had no expectation of the notion of like notes from students or whatever the case may be, but I've been very fortunate, especially since my current position, I've been very fortunate to have students uh, that have reached out and kind of remarked about it. And so that does make me feel good. I mean, it's, some, it's a way that I've chosen to raise my daughter. I don't, you know, I don't talk down to her. You know, I, you know, I expect her to, to try to rise to the occasion as it were. So, um, so yeah, maybe some of that sticks. I think it does. Your daughter has the vocabulary of a Ivy league freshman. Already. <laughs> <laughs> you might be overselling it just a bit, but well, no, he used to joke about that even before um, she was a twinkle in your eye. You know, you had a, vision a, a child who said hello father what shall we do this day? very very <laughs> articulate coming right out of the gate as it were i wanted to break down kant's existentialism and how it relates to christianity and the faith you know. <laughs> okay. uh, not now Greta. i'm watching baseball <laughs> really? so, that, so that's what's going to happen you come back from your whirlwind summer-long trip in europe you're gonna you know become more involved in baseball Oh yeah, I'm sure that that'll be a part of it. Now, first of all, not summer long, just one month, but um, but it'll be a great month. And so, but um, <laughs> you know where we're going to? Um, so, well, when I'm in Germany, we're going back to close to Eberbach, which is the monastery where the name of the rose was filmed. Uh, I don't know if you knew that or not, but uh, I did. I've been there. I was there with you, actually. <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah, we're gonna be doing a bunch of cool stuff and, you know, in Italy with my family and then in Germany with my, with my very fabulous host family and, uh, the kiddos and what have you for the last time. And hopefully it's not the last time in Germany, but, uh, maybe the last time it is the last time in this role. So, yeah. Um, now my microphone did the same thing it did before everything turned black and then, and now I don't <clears throat> see the little line mo- moving. And didn't that mess up our sound last time? Do you recall? I don't think so. No, I think we're fine. Okay, keep keep going. Then I don't have that much more to say. Anyway, I'm. I'm um, <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate gosh. it. It's another fine episode of the old school. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, well, um, we we've already established that you're not going to be uh, attending any parties. You're skipping out of town before they recognize the the retiring faculty. You're not attending graduation even in spirit um you're just going to be spirited away on a, a plane somewhere uh, and, and it's going to be pretty abrupt don't you think you you're just going to be one place and then you're in transit to another it's going to be incredibly it's going to be incredibly abrupt because the, the last day that the kids are in school is on the 25th and on the 26th, which traditionally is a teacher day to kind of wrap things up grade wise turn everything in I will be on a plane to Geneva. So I think it's, um, so yeah, it's going to be a quick thing. And I think I want to say something though about the, because I've gotten some very strange reactions, you know, one to the notion of not being there on the day that last teacher day is the day where they, they fet all the, uh, all the rounder anniversaries for the teachers or the, or the, um, uh, the the retirees. There was also something that the district that I work in put together at the district level. Oh, and I didn't go to that either. Wait a minute, you um, didn't. 
<laughs> something the district put together and you did not go. I didn't go, but I, I, I also want to make it clear because I think some people maybe take it the wrong way. It's not that I don't care about it <laughs> or that I don't care about the effort that people put into doing this sort of thing. It's just not something I feel terribly comfortable with. And so because of that, I find myself much happier to skip the whole damn thing and just, just go about my day and let everyone go about theirs. So I well, don't when you're in Germany, there will probably be a cake involved. Uh, is that is that the case? Oh, oh. Well, there's always cake involved. It's the yeah. German tradition of having a cake on standby at any given notice and coffee uh, when you go to visit somebody. So I imagine it's possible that a cake might be in the works. But yeah, what what, what is it about the cake in Germany? They they do happen to have one on hand all the time. You know, I think they sh I, mean, I think they shop for it. It's like a weekly thing, and they just you know they'll they'll keep it as they'll keep a cake as long as it's good. Then they'll eat it. And then they'll buy another one just in case someone trots by. And I was listening to this uh, comedian. I can't say his name. His first name is Sebastian. Some Italian name that I'm sure I would butcher, but um, he talked about the idea that, you know, when we were kids, the unannounced unplanned for really uninvited guests was, more or less a common occurrence and it wasn't considered an intrusion but and so you would always be in kind of the state of preparation to have people over because sometimes people came over but now you know like there's a knock on the door people are hiding behind the couch it's like you know it's like you're turning off your porch lights on halloween to keep the kids from asking candy it's that same kind of dynamic and so we just don't have it anymore but in Germany, it's still alive and well. And I can't tell you how many times, and I know you can recount countless times, where you and uh, your your colleague, your German colleague, would take out, and y'all would just pop in to visit somebody. And mom would come out with a cake. It was always delicious. And a cup of coffee, which was always remarkable. And a good time was had by all. Yeah, yeah. What happened to all that? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm upset by it um, because I wouldn't even come to your house. You know, just not. I know. Sure. Um, you'd look at me askance, probably. <laughs> what are you why, doing here? Why didn't you text? Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, even even a phone call out of the blue. We're two of the few people who still do that. Um, it's been known to happen, sure. But it's it's known as being creepy to kids. Younger, younger folk, if somebody just calls, unless somebody's died, uh, you don't just call somebody. It doesn't, it's not, not part of their way of being. Well, that's the way I roll, and that's what's going to happen. So um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I think I can imagine being more open to guests because I'll have more time to be more open to guests. Okay. Uh, so, and as you know, even though you're kind of playing it off here a little bit ago, you know, Mikasa Sukasa, you know, you're, oh, yeah. you're part of the family. You come over anytime you want to come oh, over. But uh, it goes the same for you too, Herr Miller. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, we got this on the record, as it were. So. Yeah, no, no I'm, I'm excited about this now. Um, but, but we do need to talk about the future of our podcast because suddenly you're as much a has been as I am. <laughs> maybe more so. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, I, I, I stayed in the school business until four years ago, but I didn't. Last time I saw a student in front of me was, I think it must have been 2013. Hmm. 
that's a ways back. Um, and so we'll be talking about, oh, I remember my day. Um, we'll so, become like those two old men on the Muppet show. It's a, uh, what was there? <laughs> two old guys that are sitting in the balcony. Yeah, you, you, it um, comes to mind a lot. I don't remember their names, but you, you bring it up a lot. You seem to like them. Um, oh, I, I do like it. What's, what's, um, well, they remind me of you, both of them. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Statler and... You're not going to have Waldorf. Statler and Wald and Waldorf was the two guys' names. No, I'm serious. So, well, that could um, be me. That could be us. Well, but I think we need to mix things up here a little bit because uh, unless we just talk about current events, um, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, sort of dull. So, we'll probably bring on more uh, guests. I imagine do more interviews. Maybe an elementary school teacher. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> we, we should do a whole series of shows with elementary teachers, and uh, you can make it happen by uh, somehow you're the one who asks, and they never come on the show. Um, Maybe you should ask them. Maybe that's well, the sign. They would, they would immediately. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking would, about the idea of maybe mixing in some culture. Culture and yeah, things like music, things like food, uh, still uh, talk about education on a regular basis. I don't, I don't think we want to move too far from that. That's a bit of our bread and butter. But I think that there's a lot of other things that both you and I have interest in. And it would be fun to kind of broaden what this might look like. And this could be a step going towards maybe making this thing a bit bigger than it is. Well, I'm, I'm thinking that bread and butter, that's, um, we could be in restaurants talking. I know we wouldn't be the first to, to do that. Um, we could be in our travels. I mean, I think our travel programs were the highest rated we ever did when we were screaming through Italy. For example. Um, <laughs> that damn I, beep of that car every time we cross over the line. So uh, yeah, that was exciting. Um, uh, but more of that maybe, um, more guests, more, you know, from the restaurant. Um, yeah. And who knows what you're going to be doing. You could, you could be traveling as part of your retirement a lot more than you are now. Could so be. We could have a remote uh, Mr. Miller out there. We've done that before. You, I think you've called in from faraway lands. I too have called in from yeah. uh, foreign ports of call as it were. So I like that. Um, so so not not to worry. We'll we'll continue the the content's bound to get better because um, we're starting to rehash. Well, we started about two years ago rehashing. Uh, <laughs> I think the second of, episode. It was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just remember what we said last week. Well, we're going to no. say it again right now. If you thought it was great last week, wait till you hear it this week. You know. Yeah. Um, we can, no, but I think I, I I do think the strength of. And, you know, we got into doing the podcast because we wanted a, a, a medium through which to, you know, through which to discuss uh, elements of education, right? Because that was our initial, uh, our initial interest. But I think what makes us interesting personally is that we have, well, a lot of interest. And so, and I love talking to people. I love learning from people. So I think it'd be fun to try to get other people on the podcast to be able to talk about their interests. Um, I don't think it's going to become, I think it still have a certain 
you know, it won't be completely frivolous. I think there will still be opportunities to learn something because I think if you can't learn something, what's the point of doing it? But, but at the same time, I think we have a lot of fun talking on a bunch of different levels or either over a table or, you know, at a ball game or on the road in a car or a whole host of things. I mean, a bar, for example, a watering hole, for example, why not? Uh, we could interview the bartender. That would be fun. <laughs> with <laughs> Leonard Skinner playing in the background. So <laughs> but, who no. knows? So we'll probably record one more of these before you leave. Don't you think um, next week? You mean about the idea of retirement? Well, before you're actually done, I mean, or is this the last technical one? Well, uh, no, we'll do one more. We'll have one more episode, but uh, okay. Well, we, just we can talk about summer about vacation that. again. But I want to say one thing about, and I'm I think I briefly mentioned it last time, but I there is one thing that I find myself constantly having to set the record straight over, and that is the idea of why I'm retiring now. I think a lot of people have jumped on this great, um, this this great exodus uh, as I follow in my my ancestors' footsteps, but you know this great exodus from schools and retirement. And I think people look at me and they hear me talking about retirement and they are making assumptions as, as to why I'm leaving. And I will tell you now. Uh, the, the reason why I'm leaving has nothing to do with COVID. It has nothing to do with the remnants of COVID. It has nothing to do with national politics. It has nothing to do with local politics. It has nothing to do with the demands of the job. Um, there's a, I think there's just a lot of people who want to kind of fit retirement and the people that retire into like these certain envelopes. And for sure, there are some people who do fit in those envelopes. There are some friends of mine who are retiring who are doing it because, you know, whatever, you know, all the other things I just mentioned. But for me, I think, you know, not to get too serious about this, but I think part of the, I think part of it has to do with the fact that I have an eight-year-old daughter who in a good week, I don't see very often. And one, I'd like to see her more. And this isn't a thing where like the college coach who announces he's going to retire because he wants to spend more time with his family and then takes another gig like two months later where he sees them even less, you know, it's, it's not one of those things, but you know, I feel like I'm missing out on some stuff with my kid and I don't want to miss out on stuff anymore. And so if I can hang out at the house and periodically do some work here and there, earn a few, uh, you know, bobs and what have you, then to me, that's great. You know, um, I just don't want, you know, I just don't want my life to be about work. I want my life to be about hanging out with my family. And if I have the means by which to do that, then, well, here I am. Well, thank you, Herr Miller, for, for <laughs> I know I was wondering. I, I, I thought you were upset with the world um, of, of education. And, I may but, be, but that's not why I'm well, Yeah, that's the thing. It's not an either or. You, um, but there's also a, a feeling you probably have where you're, you're not as excited as you were maybe a year ago to make that drive in. Um, 
there must be a little bit of that also. I mean, um, because it, I mean, if you do the job properly, it should wear you out. And if you do it, it for does. 25 odd years, it should really wear you out. Um, you told me, I think at some point about the idea of a, you know, a farmer or some, some gentleman <laughs> out there who decides to teach for a year or two. Nothing um, like being outside, being around animals. Yeah. Nothing but then, like digging in the earth. <laughs> that's right. But then they, they decide they, um, they agree to teach. So they, they, they go take a teaching position for a year or so. And they go back to the farm mm. and you know, that sort of the ideal of not yeah. having to do it for 30 straight years, but you, you do your little bit of time. It's enjoyable. You're happy. And then you, um, go back to the farm. Um, What's other things to do, you know? Yeah, but you, you've been away from the farm for 25 years. <laughs> 27 years. Oh, my gosh. 27? Are you? Yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, you're just old is what, what that adds if up. If you add yeah. the military, it's like 31 years I've been away from the farm. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, but I also think it's just about wanting to spend time and being in a position where I can spend time doing things that I more want to do than I have to do. And someone said that it's only work when you'd rather be doing something else and that's what it is, you know? So, I like so there you go. I'm, I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> I'm glad um, I could be here to clarify it. So well, I almost, I almost believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. So anyway, so we'll, we'll, we, we'll probably touch on this a, a little bit on the next class, but we're also going to the uh, next episode, but I think we're also, well, there's a 40 and slip for you. So, <laughs> but I think, um, I think that, I think the next couple episodes might be maybe the first tentative steps to see what this would look like and what it could be. Uh, as we start to maybe approach a change in how we do things. And so um, who knows? It, it could be, we could be reaching whole new levels as we attempt to try to take this show on the road and maybe tap into that great, uh, that great <laughs> stardom in the sky. So, <laughs> um, so are we looking forward to remote broadcasts with you in Italy and Germany? Because you'll have a, smartphone i know you have one and they and you can do zoom from a smartphone by the way you can yeah yeah you just have to have your wife help you download the app um and, and once you have that app you just talk into your phone like we're doing now well um, i might say on those apps they can track you you know so i know where you about, are talking about doing the podcast remotely and um taking into account the time change of course of course um, but it might it might be fun, you know. You sitting outside sipping coffee and doing your podcast. I mean, we have a month. That's a, a long time. <laughs> we do have a month. However, I may also be confronted with having much more interesting experiences ahead of me. But that said, yeah. I kind of like the idea because you know when I'm run and when I'm winding down for the day, you might be in a position to step away from your very hectic schedule. I'm sure we can make this work. Well, let's let's talk offline because you could also do some little audio clips and send them my way, and I could patch it together. Um, it, either way, we, we'll 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 come up with something clever. Why why wouldn't we? I tell you what, I tell you one thing we should do because I'm going to be in Florence on the second and third of June, I think. Do you remember the story about a woman, a principal, who got canned? Because she showed 
the statue of David to her kiddos. <laughs> it's a skip it. It's just a, but anyway, it would be fun to do a podcast from in front of David, or at least do like a little audio thing in front in front of David saying, Yeah, I mean it's it, there it is. I mean, I don't, I don't know what she was thinking or <laughs> but uh I don't know. God bless it. What's wrong? It's art for God's sakes. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you. You're you're preaching to the choir here, Miller. Well, anyway, but, yeah. Well, there there it is. So we'll have one more before you take your trip, and then we'll right see if we can do something to to keep the ball rolling. Keep the ball rolling, and maybe take it someplace it's never been. You never know. So yeah, just throw out some metaphors. Any any others you have? Let it let it let her rip. This is the time. This is the time. Okay, very good. All right. Well, with that, uh, as we close things out metaphorically and in reality, uh, we will see y'all next time around um, as I get ready to jump on a plane and ensuing episodes, perhaps live from Europe, Europe as you've never heard it before. Oh my! Uh, <laughs> thank you, Herr Miller. This was this was fun, and that will be just as fun, I'm sure. Very good. And uh, adieu, Herr Doctor Bourgeois. Is Arrivederci, I can't even say it, Arrivederci, is that the proper Italian? Yeah, we'll go with that, Arrivederci. Arrivederci al prossimo. Until next time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, goodbye now. See ya.